Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. What's happening, guys? I spy the wells. All of them. All of them. All of them. Yeah, there was this like Reddit thread a couple weeks ago about like if your username is any indication of how you die, like how are you going to die? Boy, the worst way to die, all the wells. <laughs> I mean, but I couldn't figure out like how exactly that would work. Probably wouldn't. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's really funny when it your particular details fit into their little game, but when they don't. Yeah, I was about to say, like my cool, two bro. Reddit usernames, neither one of them would be a way I could die. At all. Yeah, it's fine when it, you know, like when we find out that Josh's third Reddit name is like, you know, Pink Panties 82 or something like that. But, <laughs> you know, since it probably isn't. Garfield's hairless butthole. Yeah. You know. So, Again, uh, sometimes those, not all games are made for everybody. That's true. So, uh, anybody do anything fun since our last recording session? I gained a new respect for the effort and the work that goes into making Zest Intentions. So, we're, we're making our beer. Uh, we made the beer that we uh, were doing for um, Roasted for Research. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a, it's a West Coast IPA, and we're adding some fruit to it, kind of like the old school, like, Sculpin days, you know, where you can get like, all these different flavors. Yeah. So we're doing, like, it's kind of like a mashup between probably my, my two favorite things that Divine Barrel does, Zest Intentions and a West Coast IPA. What's that? Yeah. So, I, I, you know, fingers crossed it's going to turn out real nice, but, mm-hmm. yeah, Ben... I, I went if out. It doesn't. Sat- I'll blame you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, Saturday rolled out there, and, and Ben and I sat there at a table and spent about an hour zesting and juicing a bag of fruit for a small batch of beer. I can't imagine how much they they have to do for a regular production batch of zest intentions. And I'm like, okay, I get it now. I get it. I get it. I get it. By the way, I'm welcome to, or, or I'm happy to come back. For the zesting and juicing of zest intentions next year, if you need help, if you want help, but it was fun. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, orange, lemon, lime, and grapefruit. Nice. So I'm very excited. Yeah, 24th I think is a Saturday. That'll be the day that it comes out. So uh, I'll be there for lunch and uh, enjoy some. Well, hopefully it turns out. Otherwise, I'll be pithed. But 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 but. Well, we're, we're hoping it'll turn out, you know, obviously, you know, you always want to turn out well, but hopefully like it won't be too oppressive because like in my mind that kind of like a citrusy and it's got like uh, Azaka and Citra and Motiuka, um, all of that with like steamed oysters should be good times. Not in, in the beer. No, 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 no. Just okay. like as a, as an accompaniment. So we're like, oh, here's the hops and here's the grapefruit and steamed oysters. I'm like, what? No, no. Okay, right. So roasting for research, they, they roast all these oysters yes. and then, you know, you, yeah. you we'll, we'll get bands and then you eat as much as you possibly want to. Or none of it. Or none of me. it. Well, they'll have other stuff. So it's not I know, just oysters. I know, I know. We've talked but, about But, um, yeah. So, you know, hopefully we can get back in there and do a show with those guys and we'll uh, advertise a little more. It's in November, so we've got some time. But, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully the beer when it when it drops uh, on the twenty fourth of Saturday, um, hopefully it it's good and it's well received and maybe it's even something we could do another run of for uh, the actual event because I think that'd be fun. Yeah, so, totally. That's well, what I've been doing. I actually did something. I wanted to talk about it. Willie Wells, I got out of town. I I went to the beer mecca, 
that is uh, Charlotte Pigeon Forge. Oh, Pigeon Forge. Dang. Yeah, where they had one satellite location of Yeehaw, and uh, which is a brewery chain, brew pub chain in in Tennessee. Oh, I thought it was like the TV show Yeehaw. That's but... he. Yeah. Um, it's not Yazoo, right? That's different. No. Okay. Now I wish. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I wish, I wish, I wish. Um, wasn't much in the way of beer there, at least beer that was in date. They had Oof. a whole bunch of wineries sure. uh, with tap rooms, and I'm like, well, where are you growing the grapes? I still don't know that, you know, because I'm thinking, you know, the bustling Tennessee mountains. I mean, maybe they do grow grapes there. I just don't. Anyway, yeah, they could. Uh, and, and tons of distilleries, and I'm wondering, like, yeah. how many of you actually distill your own stuff? Because it was nothing but like flavored moonshines, or or does somebody just like contract brew or contract <laughs> distill moonshine, and just like it's <laughs> on these individual operations to like, you know they got those farmers that themselves. come in and get the spent grains. It's like that, but it's the opposite. They just well, bring us these big jugs of moonshine. I was, was going to say, remember, especially like Tennessee whiskey. Because it's different than bourbon yes. and everything else. Dickel's the only independent one of those. So, like, if you saw a George Dickel one, they're doing their own shit. Anybody else? Okay. Probably not. It's no. probably contract brewed. Well, that was a whole... Well, no, I didn't see any Tennessee whiskey for shit. I saw just moonshine, 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 moonshine. Huh. Oh, Weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense because I mean, Gatlinburg Tennessee. Pigeon yeah. Forge, it's I guess. touristy areas. Yeah, so, you're, you're, if you are finding yourself in Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area, and you absolutely have to have like a quality source of craft beer. Bring your own. That's bring what it. I did. Well, then we also like stopped off in Asheville on the way back. And that, that, that was, that was, wasn't that one brewery though? Like just on the other side of the smoky mountain for smoke, smoky, smoky mountain forest, uh, mountain park. Okay. The one you went to, and it was like it had just opened, and it was all like really great. We had like they oh, had that little one. animals. That's yeah, Knoxville, Knoxville. Okay, dang it, it was like Knoxville, Johnson City. Now I can't remember. Whatever, little animals. They they were good, but Nowhere little animals near, yeah. was a long way from what we were drinking this, that weekend. Yeah, I was um, gonna say the the one time I went there, I literally I was still brewing beer at that point. Yeah, and so I just brewed a bunch of beer. Smart. And then grabbed some four and six packs and brought them all up there. Well, unfortunately, the, uh, you know, we had made longstanding plans. And uh, that also happened to be the Omega Point release weekend for Old Hickory. So I did manage to swing by and pick up some Omega Point bottles the next, or actually on Monday, like on my way back through. Mm, Can't wait to Um, try that. Yeah. Well, you won't have to wait much longer. Yay! Um, Yay! So, yeah. Yay! Other than that, it's, uh, you know, kind of business as usual. Beer-wise. What'd you do, Josh? Just hung out with Wells and had some beer. Oh, that was fun. And some barbecue. And played some Guards Against Humanity. And got attacked by a cat, unprovoked. That was good times. Got attacked by what? Your cat, unprovoked. Oh, yeah. Didn't even look at him. The cat's a dick. Yep. Kind of like it sounds like, at least, this distributor in san francisco they're oh, being dicks that's a weird transition thank you i try my best uh so you know covid times have been tough we all know that we've seen a couple of re- more restaurants than breweries fold around here which surprised me to be honest i 
really thought we would see more breweries fold than we did restaurants, but... Well, there are... Well, I mean, I guess are we blaming unknown on the pandemic or... Nah, I don't feel like it. That's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there just are more restaurants to Well, yeah, absolutely. Versus are. breweries, so... Absolutely. Uh, but, but, but uh, you know, I feel like we have this conversation a lot, especially here locally... You know, brewery closes, everybody throws, you know, a fit. Oh, you know, it's a bubble, bubble, bubble. But it's like, and then there's always somebody, it's almost always McKinsey, who's like, do you realize how many restaurants close, like, all of the time? Yep. Everybody talks about, oh, and there's this new restaurant opening in the old whatever space. Yep. It happens a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, one of my favorite restaurants in town. Um, shit, I can't even remember what it was called now because it's been gone for like five or six years. Must have been a real good one. It was. It was this ex- insanely expensive butcher shop that had like some of the best damn hamburgers in town. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. The one over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, was like, it was all like farm to table. Yep. And, you know, it was like $16 burgers. Yep. I mean, it was good, but it's like Josh and I were talking about beer before the show and I was kind of making that comment about like the $18 four pack of IPAs. Like I just... I, I get it. It's better in a lot of cases. I just don't know that that's... Is my, it worth... Yeah. Is yeah. it worth the upcharge? Well, anyways, back to the distributor in question. Because of COVID and because of, you know, all of these different factors, there are some of these bars in the San Francisco area that are not getting serviced anymore more than once a month with product. Meaning, that's, that's whack. Yeah. Meaning like, Wells, you want a... I don't know. Let's just say a Corona. I know. Throwing it out there, but you he's go to doing that. his uh, Fast and the Furious cosplay. Okay? Why, don't, why don't we use like a uh, anchor? Like okay. a, you want anchor right, steam because San Francisco brewery, and this is one of the yeah, this is beers the, under the umbrella of this yeah. distributor. So let's say you want an anchor, and you go. I think you skipped a beer, by the way, in the IP. No, I'm just I'm just ahead. Okay. I, um, in the um, San Francisco, yes. Damn it! Why did I have a brain fart? Yes, anchor is. A big yes. one there. So let's say that Wells, you're in San Francisco, you want an anchor. You go to your local watering hole and they say, hey, sorry, we can't get your kegs anymore. Or we got our kegs at the beginning of the month. You're going to have to come back next month. Like, could you imagine that as a customer? What that would make you feel like? Is there a reason that they're doing this poor of a job or are they just doing a poor job? They're just doing a poor job to the point where... A bunch of these bars have all gotten together and basically said, clean your shit up or we're just going to stop buying from you, period. Yeah. I mean, that's usually the way it's got to work, I guess. I mean, once a week delivery is fairly, I mean, that's the norm. I mean, when I was doing self-distribution, it it was once a week. Mm-hmm. It, unless you were like on the absolute geographical outskirts of everything. But, but then again, like I knew like they were every other week, you know, but those places also had a cold room that could handle beer yeah, um, storage. And a lot of these bars, especially like in densely populated Metro areas don't have a ton of cold room space. I mean, cold room space, you're paying rent on it, but it's not really like earning you money the same way butts in seats do. <laughs> so I can understand a bar trying to like, build the most utilitarian cold room that they can to maximize their, the restaurant size. Well, and I, and but, I was going to say, but this brewer, this distributor, like needing to get their shit together is really humping these bars that can't store four weeks worth of beer in their cold room. They can store 
one week's worth. Yeah. And especially in a city like San Francisco, one of the most expensive cities in the U.S., there is no way they're going to be able to afford, like, even a moderate-sized cold room to be able to store this stuff. Yep. You shouldn't have to suddenly build out another room with refrigeration and everything else just because a distributor sucks. Yep. That, that's not, like, that's not okay. Of course, you know, because of the three-tier system, yay! Welcome to using a distributor. Yep. Sometimes it's okay. There are some out there that do a really good job. But meanwhile, a lot of these breweries that are signed up with this distributor might not, and I don't really know what franchise law is in California, but they might not be able to just drop one distributor in favor of somebody else. So ultimately, the breweries are going to be suffering too because they're going to see their sales numbers drop. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, this is a lose-lose all around. Oh, no, not all around. You know who benefits from this? The distributor. No. Wine and spirits. spirits. Damn you, wine and spirits. So Why must you come out, from us again? Yeah, but this is like, this is total self-sabotage. Like, this this distributor is, you know, they can't blame wine and spirits on this. This is the distributor's fault. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't imagine, like, not going to like a bar in San Francisco and not being able to have like something from Russian river or anchor Anchor or wherever around like, come on, man, that's, that's, those are your relative locals. I mean, I know Russian rivers like nearby, but yeah, come on. Yeah. It's craziness. Crazy, crazy. So our favorite brewery in the UK has done it again. Yeah, Brew, Brewdog. Yeah, we gotta love it. No, we don't. Yeah, we, we do. really don't. It's really fun to talk about them sometimes. Okay, so what they do now? So their latest stunt was they promised a couple of winners. Ten. Ten. Okay, I couldn't remember exactly how many. You were gonna get a golden can, Jeff, and that golden can was gonna be worth fifteen thousand pounds. Okay. It wasn't really a solid gold can. Sure, it was a brass. Plated can that sure. was covered it's, in it's gold, a, and it's, it's worth like five hundred. Well, sure, but I mean, do you get to trade it in for something worth fifteen? No. Oh, no. oh, they just they just want you to like. So it's it's the. I just pulled this baseball card out of this pack. It's worth fifteen thousand dollars. Well, yeah, only if somebody will actually give you that money for it. Yeah. Yep. Pretty so, much. Pretty much. So so it's not like this was representative of a fifteen thousand dollar prize. The gold can was the prize. No, it says on the can, quote, you've won a 15,000 pound, 24 karat gold, hazy Jane can, end quote. That's what it says on the can. Yep. Well, if it's not a solid gold can, like as advertised, then they're lying. Well, and it gets even better because when the winners reached out to Brewdog and said, you know, hey, I got this. I've had it appraised. They're telling me it's only worth 500 pounds. Like, oh, yeah, no, us saying it was solid gold was a mistake. We didn't mean to say that. UK laws aren't going to sit well with this, let me tell you that so, much. Like, I, it's one thing to say that it's gold. It's another thing to say, well, solid gold, right? I mean, I'm not a jeweler. I get lost sometimes in the differences between the carrots of gold and what they mean. And then I look it up and I'm like, oh, right, that's what it means. I remember now. But if you're going to tell me it's a, a $15,000 gold can, especially the price of gold, like I'm going to expect it to actually have some gold in it. 
Well, there's some. It's just on it and not in it. Yeah. And it's okay. not solid. It's Does it say how much this guy drank to get to that can? Like it does not. To, to me, that would be really interesting to see if if this was like you know because I, I, obviously they're kind of pulling off of the Willy Wonka steel here, but it'd be interesting to me if like you know this guy was one of those that you know went through like eighty cases of beer right. to get that one, or if he's just like a regular drinker because you know like if you went through a ton of that beer and you finally find one and it's only worth five hundred pounds, I mean, whew, I'd be wanting a lot more than just. My 15,000. Yeah. So there's been claims filed with the Advertising Standards Agency, and I'm sure we'll have a follow-up in a couple weeks once Brewdog gets spanked. And they and, settle. And they have to settle, but meanwhile, this little shenanigan pulled in more advertising brand awareness than they'll settle for. I mean, overall, this is a win for Brewdog. You mischievous little fucking idiots. Which kind of sucks because, you know, like on one hand, yeah, it brings up name recognition, but it's not really good name recognition. And I know there's the whole like no press is bad press, but like, I don't know if if I know these guys as the guys that are out there like scamming consumers like this, like I, I wasn't buying their beer before. I'm definitely not buying it now. Well, I mean, let's face it too. How many places are you in that you actually see their beer anymore? Unless you're in a big box. Fair enough. I couldn't even... Really? Do they actually, does BrewDog actually distribute in North Carolina? I've seen it in Total Wine a few times, like Punk and a few others, but that was a long time ago. I've obviously been in Total Wine in quite a while. I I haven't seen them in in my circles. It's been years. Yeah. Which is weird that they have, you know, a brewery just a couple states away that's supposedly really big. Like, that's great. Who's buying it? Yeah. I mean, somebody has to be, otherwise they wouldn't be stocking it, right? Mm, I guess theoretically. Well, meanwhile, on a happy note, at least for Wells and I, and Jeff's Jeff too. Jeff, yeah, yeah, I feel like you're a little closer than Wells and I are, but we're really splitting hairs to get to Concord for all three of us. Oh yeah, like it's it's not a fun trip, no matter what. Yeah, no matter where you live. Uh, Well, I mean, unless you live in Concord. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's very true. But they meaning. Southern Strain. Southern Strain Brewing out of Concord. Is moving into Plaza Midwood. Are they moving into or are they expanding? Well, expanding into. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to... They're not not relocating. Yes. They're opening a second brewery in Plaza Midwood, which for both Wells and I is a nothing trip. Yeah. Yeah. That shape... I'm skipping a jump. Like, I can drive to Southern Strain in 45 minutes or I can walk to their new one still in less than 45 minutes like uh, that's any wild. idea when this is actually going to open it just says later this year later this year i mean okay. we'll we'll see okay you know you know how things are you you yeah. set you say september and then it's november and then everybody gets upset because you said september well blame the city it, yeah fucking city uh which by the way i didn't throw this article in because it wasn't really an article it was just a link on slash beer but there are now 9,981 breweries in the U.S. All right. So what happened to the other 19? I don't know. No. Nine, nine, nine. Well, one of them was here. Yeah. So, so it's I partially mean, unknown's fault. We're, we're getting back to, we're getting back up there. I, I would fully expect to see 10,000 very quickly by the end of this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, Easily. That, we're that close. God, by the end of this month. Come yeah. on. Yeah, you're probably right. Which is just crazy that. 
you know, the beer boom has everybody, including us, sometimes have been like, the bubble's going to burst, the bubble's going to burst, the bubble's going to burst. It's not going to burst. But a bubble indicates that, like, everybody is going to be equally hurt. The only thing that I see happening is that, you you know, again, it's like restaurants. You'll get too many crap ones that open, and they'll get basically blown out of the water by the good ones. Yeah. Or, Or they, you know, in some of the cases of some of the classic ones around charlotte have closed lately got fat payouts and so they were like yeah i'm out yeah and you know we've seen that with some breweries too where you know the old guard just kind of says you know we're kind of tired of this we're going to sell out to private equity i mean that seems to be the bigger trend not just in the brewing industry but just everywhere yeah yeah that's very true you can't tell me that what is it open open door and offer pad and all that stuff isn't just pe firms trying to cash in on the housing market yeah well, speaking of Concord breweries and openings, um, High Branch. I don't know if mm-hmm. I know you've been there. You have not been to High Branch. Nope. Well, uh, Josh, I've got some really bad news. Uh, they're getting ready to close their old OG facility and move into some brand new digs in the same building. Um, that goes into effect this weekend. I nice. just forgot to find or didn't find an article so, for this. So they're staying at Gibson Mill, just a different space. Yeah. Yeah, rad, much bigger, much more light. Yeah. And it's going to be on the other, like, Cabarrus is going to be in the middle of where they're moving from versus okay. where they're moving the to. the other side of there. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that, that space they've got now, I mean, feels like they did the best with what they had. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cramped in the tap area, and then there's this back room that you're not sure if you're supposed to be in. You know, like, maybe somebody forgot to put the sign up saying, don't sit here, or this, this area closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Am I going to get in trouble? They're going to yell at me, aren't they? Somebody's going to yell at me. Yeah. But hey, good for them. You know, a little more space might might help. Although they do, I think, benefit a lot from being kind of there in that main general area where all the food trucks are, in that kind of beer garden is that Cabarrus has. Well, now they'll be able to have their own food trucks. You know, they won't be as reliant on whatever Cabarrus brings in, or maybe they are. I, I don't really know. We'll we'll see how this works yep. out, but I mean, there's still time to figure that out. And you know, I hopefully. know they have more space available for uh, a new brew system and bigger tanks, everything. So, I mean, be- you know, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I will say this: it's it's really cool to see what's happened outside of Charlotte the last couple of years. Because let's face it, Concord two three years ago, that was that was not a place I would have thought like, hey, I want to go grab a craft beer. Like, yeah. I know there's a beer bar there. I don't even know if it's still there anymore. It is. Okay. It's a really cool beer bar, but that was about the only thing. Little that Richards? Roberts. Or Roberts. Yeah. That's right. That was about, about the only. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Little Richards. <laughs> that was about the only thing that was going out there. And then, you know, to see some of these breweries start to really gain foothold. And it's it's awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you wouldn't. Because I mean, typically that area was, was synonymous with, you know, the NASCAR track. In the mall. And, yeah, and, and the, the giant uh, Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, and the racetrack mall. Yeah. Shaped like a racetrack. And, yeah, you did not think about beer. So it's cool that, yeah, we're starting to see a lot of these people that grew up in the Charlotte beer scene move out to the Burbs, quote-unquote, and open these places, and it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's a, that's, that's super fun. I'm glad to see that for sure. We ready for break? Sure. We'll be back in 30 
Jeff, it's time for Buy No Buy. How does right. that work? Buy No Buy. We're going to talk about the beer that we've been drinking through this show and tell you whether we would buy it or not buy it. Um, straightforward, easy, simple. Yes? No? Maybe so? No, actually, it's just yes or no. Um, so I'm going to go through the beer. We'll talk about that. And then uh, I'll come back in a little bit for some more information. So starting off first, uh, 18th Street Brewery. Is this new in town, I guess? Yes. yes. Okay. At least I'm assuming because so, so their beers were all over the last place. two weeks. Yeah. So Jason's going to be shaking his fist in the wind because he has sent us 18th Street stuff before. Uh, this is Hammond, Indiana, which is like the next town over from where he is. Okay. So... They, they've got some good stuff. And uh, and then we have uh, Temporal Purgatory, um, a Session Pale Ale. You can tell this stuff is new in town. This beer is less, well, it is a month and a couple of days old. And it's just meh. I'm, I'm just meh. On that. Like it's Temporal Purgatory. I like, I don't, I guess. I don't, I don't know, man. This I, I don't I don't understand this beer. I'm not a fan. No buy. Okay. Well, I could do worse, but I sure as hell could do better. No buy. Josh. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> going to where I went to pick these up, and then again having kind of a off mic conversation with Jeff about this. There's some of these beers where like uh, a quote unquote gypsy brewery that charges twenty dollars for a four pack of a pale ale. It was good. Don't get me wrong. But I could have bought a fucking 12-pack of Snappa for half that price and been way happier. And so I'm starting to get to that point of if you can't make the good beer that I know I can get from maybe even a quote-unquote bigger craft brewery for half your price, I don't know that it's worth my money. Right. Well, you're right. It's not worth your money. I mean, no, 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 absolutely. It's not. And it's, that's just kind of a bummer that I'm getting that bad at beer math of I'm going to compare you to Snappa or I'm going to compare you to this because I know what this is. Yeah. And I know I can get it regular. I know I can get it fresh. I don't have to worry about where has it been sitting for a month. Right. That's uh anyways, no buy next beer up, uh, next beer up. Um, Josh brought us a Minnesota beer called 300 from Fulton. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, this beer old. I'm not surprised. Uh, at this point, we're at four months. Yeah. I still don't hate it. It's held up remarkably well. I like it more than the last one. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to buy this until I can buy it fresh. Fair enough. Uh, I'm, hang on a second. Let me see here. If it says what kind of hops they use, mosaic. So it's like basically all mosaic, which explains probably why it's still holding up okay. I can't. I, can't, I, I don't want to buy a four month old beer. I don't want to buy a four month old IPA. Let me be clear. Um, Fair enough. I would give this another chance, though. Well, I think there's enough evidence uh, in this to say this is a buyable beer. Uh, do check your dates. Don't buy anything that's four months old, but uh, I'll I'll go with a buy on this because I have a feeling if somebody gave this to me fresh, I mean there, there's something really good here. Just my opinion. Yeah, mosaic's always a good. Like <laughs> no, um, no, it's not. <laughs> well, I mean I I don't know I like the single hop mosaic IPAs. So I'm you know at least for that matter I feel like I would get into this fresh. So I'll buy it, Josh. 
This was the freshest of them. Like it, they were all the same day, basically. So, I mean, what what else could I do? It was one of those things where it looked interesting. I hadn't seen it. Excuse me. Before, I thought I'll roll the die. Why not? Let's find out. This isn't terrible, even at four months old. Like I have had way worse IPAs at a month or ten days than this or, thing. or fresh. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's got to be a buy on its own. But, yes, I agree. I would love to actually try this fresher than four months. If somebody has a Fulton hookup for a fresh can of 300, contact us at craftbeercast.com or hate mail at craftbeercast.com or our Twitters at CBcast. Yes. Or Patreon, if you actually want to, like, give us money and then send us beer. That'd be even better. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. I do keep an eye on the Facebook at least once a week, so... Okay. Or Facebook.com slash CraftBeerCast. Yeah. All the things. Okay. Next beer up. up. So, like, I know you tried, Josh, and I'm not blaming you, but we've got another beer from 18th Street Brewery. And again, I feel like Jason's going to be very upset about this because, you know, it's his hometown. Right. More or less. Not hometown. It's his current hometown. But you're going to, like... I'm trying to understand the logic here. You're going to start distributing into a new market. Does it make sense to send beer that's six weeks old? I don't know. Six weeks isn't that bad. I mean. <sighs> Yet here I am looking at 524. 624. Yeah, we're at like six weeks. Uh, 18th Street Brewing's. Rise of the Angels, double IPA with grapefruit zest added. I am super bored with this beer. You're nonplussed. I am I am plussed. I'm whelmed. Whelmed. I'm just whelmed. There's grapefruit zest in this? It literally says it on the can. I wonder if they put that in there to cover up the diacetyl. Could be. Um I, I'm not in tune like that, like you are on that kind of stuff. All I know is that I've had two of their beers uh, that have come to this market, and I don't know that I would buy any more. No buy for me. Wow. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> Although, you're not wrong. I'm, I'm with you. This is subpar. Uh, it's already here. I, I think good. I'd like this about the same as temporal purgatory. This taste bud purgatory. No buy. Josh. I didn't hate this as much as I hated the the other one. Sure. Still don't like this. Still not a huge fan. Um, and that's the sad part. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I knew where I was going to hang out on Saturday. And I'm like, I need to try to find something fun. Like, Wells is just going to flop his dick out on the table and go, here's this beer, here's this beer, here's this beer. And then Whee! he's going to get the beer out. Yeah, exactly. And that's basically what happened. I go over and I'm like... Hey, I bought a bunch of stuff sight unseen. I have no idea what we're getting into. I pulled all of the, I pulled singles out of each one of these. If you want to split them, you want to split them. If not, I'll suffer through them on my own. And he's like, okay, oh yeah, by the way, here's some Heady Topper and Focal Banger. Fuck off. I can't win. It wasn't. I know. That would have been good on the show. Well, I brought one of them for the next show. Oh. Just not from the Alchemist. It's uh, the Frost. But I mean, we've already done Hedy Topper, and we yeah. chased we chased that dragon, and it's still good, man. It still holds up. It's probably been three years. It's been oh, it, that beer still holds up like a champ. I wouldn't know. 
three years since I had it. But yeah, this, I didn't hate this as much as I hated the other one. I still would not buy this, though. Which is a, a big bummer. That, yeah, I mean, you come into this market, you don't bring fresh beer. This is, a, to me, a sure sign that we won't see 18th Street again after this. I think we will. Distro but drop. they better come correct next time. I'll give him one more shot. I'm, I don't I'm know, man. With I kind of, I'm with Josh. I kind of feel like, you know, whether they hear this, which they won't, or they get the feedback, which is mediocre, they're more likely to say, well, we're 18th Street Brewing. You know, screw you guys in Charlotte. You're just not getting any more of our beer. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Something tells me their distributor might be listening. I, You know, I, I would, I, I would love to have... Not these beers again, because I don't know that freshness necessarily is going to help it. But I'd love to have, you know, like something that 18th Street would be proud of. Gotcha. Well, right. we're kind of a meh for three. Yeah. Uh, final beer up. Final beer uh, up. Speaking of meh. Yes. Shut oh, up. mega point. Um, <laughs> Omega point. Omega point. I know. I heard it. Um, I just hate it. How long has it been since the last Omega point was out? Seven years, I think. Yeah. I've got one in my fridge. Wow. Yeah. And I've been sitting on it, so to speak, waiting for this day. Mm -hmm. And um, had I known that we were going to have to audible this bottle in, I would have brought mine. I still have one at the house. Well, well, sure. But my, what I wanted to do was kind of side by side. Okay. Yeah. But after some years, seven ish, let's say old Hickory has finally re-released or released the second running, if you will, of Omega Point, a barley aged, barrel aged barley wine ale, an English barley wine at that, I believe. Yes. Um, some barrels were aged as long as nine years. So, you know, nine years in a barrel is a lot of time for barley wine. Um, they used a good time for new wine. white oak. They used bourbon barrels, brandy barrels, burgundy and sauterne barrels. This is just really good. And it's not even just because the other three beers were meh. Like, it's just really good. It's what I was hoping for is what I was expecting. It's just really good. I don't, you know. Just really good? Yeah. Should they put that on the next release? It's yeah. really good. It's really Jeff good. Kissel. Yeah, I mean, use a pull quote. That's fine. I don't care. Um, I kind of wish they'd have done like a, like a 2.0 on the bottle. But, like, the old label is so, like, old school, old hickory. Well, it's on there for 25. Oh, okay. So, the 25 years. 20. Okay. Oh, so it's been five years then. Well, but this really slate. Right. Right. Still, um, at 11.7, doesn't really drink that heavy. Um, I mean, it is definitely a barrel-aged barley wine. You're not going to escape that. Uh, it's just real damn good. I'm a big buy on this one. Wells? If you don't like barrel-aged barley wine, please leave this bottle for someone else that does. Um, if you do love barrel-aged barley wine, uh, this ain't cheap. This was like a $60 four-pack, but treat yourself it's real. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. It is real damn good. I I was, I've been waiting for this since the last one came out. Like once Steven said, oh, don't worry. Like I'll do this again for 25. I'm like, well, start the clock. I've been waiting that long. 
And that's a long time to build up that anticipation. And this thing just still manages to deliver. Uh, damn. I'm, I'm real happy with how this turned out. I really enjoy this beer. Uh, I'm already realizing that I bought half a case of it and that was not nearly enough. Also because you guys sucked up most of it. So, well, I did ask if, if, (laughs) you know, look, if I I was trying to pick up some more yesterday and I just forgot to, so it's, it's all good. I'll, I'll work it out. If I need to back down my order, I can, it's not, I'm getting more on Friday. Okay. Josh, what do you think? I mean, duh. I mean, duh. It's a buy and yeah. it's a tap. And yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's a buy. It's a tap. There's no question. It was. We all know, went over three and then one, one for well, one. Well, and, and so <clears throat> talk about again, big, big swing and dicks. So get to Wall's place, put down my backpack and everything, and just sitting on the counter is the Omega Point, and I'm like, Jeff's Omega Points. You I'm saw like, them. Yeah, yep. they exist. Yeah. There are five yep. of them. Yep, there were five of them. They were just sitting there on the counter. I'm like. Oh man! And then he's like, "Oh hey, do you want one?" I was like, "Oh yes, please." I already have them in the fridge. Yes, please. I'm not a monster. Yes, please. I mean, damn, this is this is fantastic. And yeah, yeah I mean, we already ruined. I tapped that because I mean, duh. Yeah, I, I tapped that. What's the beer that we would like to have a whole keg of? I mean, none of us could probably afford it. Maybe Wells. I could try. You could try. Um, I, that's yeah. a lot. That's a lot of hand jobs behind a Wendy's. Yep. But uh, some things you'll do for the Omega Point. And, uh, yeah, it's turned out real nice. Uh, it's it's interesting. Like, I kind of went into this, like, worrying that my past experience with regular Omega Point may have <coughs> colored what, I'm, what, what my memory was. And now that we, especially the, the three of us, have hit so many of those Revolution Barrel-Aged beers... Like, I really worry that this was not going to be able to hang. Guess what? Uh-huh. I was glad to be disappointed. Same. It's it's a... It, it's kind of like how... Um, if you've got, like, you know, like a, like a chef or a musician, like, you kind of get to understand who they are and how they make their products, and you can kind of recognize it, right? Like, right. oh, yes, I know this was clearly influenced by so-and-so. I could tell this was an old hickory beer, you know, based off of Irish Walker and App Walker and all of that. Just some of that experience for with their barley wines compared to like Revolution just has a different like vibe to it. You know, they're both excellent examples of the top of the heap when it comes to barrel aging beers. And I'm just super excited that that this worked out and they didn't end up having to dump it. Not like the only thing Old Hickory's dumping about Omega Points the barrels themselves into the bright tank. Right. Fair enough. But yeah, so we're all tapping Omega Point. Yep. It's all good times. We've talked about all our social media stuff. Yep. Go check that out. You know, um, Where maybe they find you. Uh, they, you don't. I, I do my best to stay off social medias. I actually tried to try to uh, uh, sell something on Craigslist. Had three. Oh, how'd that go? Three yeah, scammers within five minutes. Oh, hey, I just want to make sure you're real. I'll have to show you guys the text conversation. It's hilarious. So they're texting me wanting to know if I'm real. And I'm like, we're literally having a conversation. Why do I need to give you a six-digit code? And at that point, I started like channeling all of those like scammer payback videos on YouTube. And I was trying to string them along. And they kept saying, well, if if you're not interested in this, why do you keep texting? And I'm like, well, why do you keep scamming? You know, like I just cut to the chase. Yeah. But uh, why do you want an asshole, bro? Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, uh, I don't really social media anymore. 
Just not not a fun time for me. You do. Cool it's story, just, bro. You you tag in on the tweets that you want to tag in on. That's right. That, that's right. That's I'm, what it is. You know, like like y'all are out there having your match, and then I come running in from the background with a chair, smack somebody over the head. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that <laughs> Jeff Kissel's music? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? The lights go back out. <laughs> he disappeared. He disappeared. All Don't right, look well, under the ring. What about you, man? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at all the wells, all one word. Uh, Josh, where are you? Besides right there. Yeah. Besides right here, you. I am also right on hers. You can follow me at Josh CBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget to tell a friend, tell somebody. Hey, I listen to these guys. They're kind we of should totally make a podcast fun. aggregator called Podcatcher of Choice. Podcatcher of Choice. Copyright 2021. Craft Beer Cast. Yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, don't forget our about our subreddit, by the way, slash r slash Craft Beer Cast. Post some news stories. We'll, uh, we have one coming up on the next show we'll be talking about. So we do hit them when I forget to, or when I remember to put them in the show notes. Wait, I said forget, didn't I? Damn it. I said the, I said the quiet part out loud. Anyways, we'll talk to you guys next Thursday.